Welcome to Get More Retirement with Bruce Smith, founder and president of the Wealthcare Investment Center. Each week, we discuss strategies to help you preserve, protect, and enhance your wealth because saving for retirement is just the beginning. We've developed an innovative approach to retirement wealth and tax management, powerful strategies to help you get the most from your nest egg and help you live the retirement you want and deserve. Have a question for the team? Connect with us at wealthcare.com. That's wealthcare.com. Or call 888-888-5601. 888-888-5601. Get more retirement starts now. Hello. Coming up on the show today, the Retirement Security Report Card says the U.S. needs work. Is Timberland Boots just saying what Americans are thinking about retirement? And tax-saving moves we can make right now. Hello, Bruce Smith. Hey, good morning to you and to all our wonderful listeners. That's right. Hey, there's a worldwide ranking, Bruce, of retirement security. Of course there is. <laughs> yes, there, there, of course. There's always a new index or report or something coming out. And in this particular one, the U.S. came in at number 22, and that equals a C-plus on the Mercer CFA Institute Global Pension Index. Do you think that's fair? <laughs> We've said it a million times on this show, you know, all about statistics and how they work, but it's kind of slanted a little bit because instead of looking at where the U.S. was, I looked at who were the top ones. And you've got Netherlands, Iceland, Denmark, Israel. First of all, it's a pension index. Now, it does take into account public and private retirement income sources, but I don't know that if you have money that's put away, for example, in an IRA or if you have it in an investment account, does that count? Now, it does take into account homeownership, does take into account household debt, which obviously I think is a bigger problem in the U.S. than most countries. So when you look at the ones at the top, I mean, they are very financially astute countries. First of all, their population is not as big in any way, shape or form and certainly not as diverse as what we have in America. So. It's an index. You know, are we doing all we can do? Are we being smart about the things that we're doing? A capitalism society isn't really slanted well towards retirement because it's more of a consumptive society. And when we go into retirement, you know, I'm in my 60s, so I, I do have that vision of, okay, I want to be ready for retirement, not just in the form of financially, but for whatever lifestyle I want it to be in retirement. You know, and I find myself getting my garage in order, you know, to where I would like to play with cars and getting my ham radio stuff. There's an old hobby, you know, I'm a ham and getting my station up and ready and, you know, that I could spend some time on that and some other hobbies that I have. So I, I think, you know, because we are a consumptive uh, society that, you know, we find retirees, most retirees do carry some form of debt into their retirement other than just car loans. So that's a drain. Obviously, the taxation is a giant unknown. We've amassed monies because we were told to amass monies and we've done this over a lifetime. So now we find ourselves that, you know, hey, oh, I forgot. It's not really just my money. It's mine and Uncle Sam's. Mm -hmm. And Uncle Sam, you know, makes the vote and makes the rules and says how much he will get, how much will be left over for you. So these studies, I always think they're somewhat slanted or in the business of selling the results of a study. Yeah, I don't know if that's so helpful, but I do think that a retirement planning and retirement security in America is not an autopilot type situation. That's what people, when they're working, they're contributing to a retirement, and it is really uh, very much an autopilot, uh, requires very little thought process. You know, you go to work somewhere or you've been working somewhere and they say, okay, you're now eligible for your retirement plan. How much do you want to contribute? And here's how much the company matches if they do that. Or maybe they have a pension plan, which is very rare, if at all anymore. So you, you make that decision one time, fill out a piece of paper, and then it's just automatic. It's coming out of your paycheck. You don't even really see it. You're working, you're living your best life, having a good time, weekends if you're off on the weekends, enjoying your family and things like that. So it's very autopilot till you get to retirement. That's when the game changes because then it's 100% all on you. And making smart, informed decisions and making sure that you explore all the different opportunities to maximize your lifetime retirement benefits. So the responsibility is on you. It's not automated as I think it is in some of these countries. It's a good assessment in that it's cautionary and saying, hey, 
If you're looking to be average in America with regard to retirement, you're not getting as much bang for the buck out of your retirement as other countries are. So the question you should be asking yourself is, okay, I'm not average. I'm better than that. What can I do to extract the maximum value from my lifetime retirement benefits? And that's the name of the game. And so we try to help with a little bit on the show. You know, you bring up such a good point, And you really had me thinking there about the autopilot part of all of this. So mm-hmm. if you're working and say money's being taken out of your check weekly, bi-weekly, whatever, and it's, it's out of mind. You don't think about it. It's there. It's being taken out. You see the amount. Oh, great. It's growing. And I'm, and I'm happy I'm going to have money at the end of all of this. But you're not really learning anything about retirement. Exactly correct. Retirement financial management is not the same as the retirement management as you see it during your working years. You know, in working years, it, it, first of all, no taxes are coming out. So taxes aren't even, even existent. So you're building up this tax debt because you said, I'll pay taxes later. So there is a debt that you are incurring. Even if you arrive at retirement and say, I'm 100% debt free and I have a million dollars in our combined 401ks, you've got about a three or $400,000 debt there that you owe Uncle Sam, you know? So yeah, I mean, it's, it's a big deal. And then like you say, retirement itself is now it's all on you. You know, the employer's mm-hmm. not contributing anymore. You're not contributing anymore. So you have that pile of cash, that nest egg, and you're the one that's seeking the answer you know, what is the best possible solution for me to get the most bang for the buck out of this money? And to be fair, and and this is just being objective, not trying to be rude or crude or anything like that. When you work with investment people that just do investments, that they're not really comprehensive retirement planners, you know, what are you paying them for? You're paying them to quote, manage your money. But if you're 60% in stocks and 40% in bonds, for example, what is it they're managing? You know, what, what is it that you know? What's the advantage? Is it even provable? And the fact is that, that it's not. It is a giant 100% unknown. So you're making assumptions of what you think the future is going to be or how something's going to perform or what have you. But what do you know to be absolutely true with regard to the future value, the future income ability, whatever. In most portfolios, you don't know that. That's why we take a dramatically different approach. You know, we kind of follow, you know, I think the wisdom of Warren Buffett when he says you should have a portfolio that has more upside potential than downside potential. And to measure that, you've got to have a different approach and a different style of investing that includes things that'll protect a portion of your wealth, that'll preserve your wealth, that minimize the cost of downside markets, and then maybe the the traditional investments. But the majority, we want to see wealth protection and wealth preservation. And of course, with the volatility we're seeing in the market these days, those are very welcome additions that we already built into the plan. But I can't know in advance what the upside and downside potentials are if all I'm doing is investing purely in the stock market and the bond market and saying, well, I'm controlling risk by the ratios, you know, that's not going far enough. You're not really getting value for the fees that you're paying in many cases there. So I think that's important for people to consider. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, really with the instabilities that we're seeing in our world and in the financial markets as a whole, I think dictates, I have this pile of cash that I've saved for retirement. Maybe you're close to retirement or recently retired, even if you've been in retirement 10 years or more. What can I do to best just conserve what I have, grow it when those opportunities exist, but also get the most bang for the buck in other areas such as tax management or what have you? The wealth care approach just seems so logical and different. Well, it's different because instead of just following the normal mantra of Wall Street and the banks, the insurance companies, whatever, we've watched, and and again, I, I got this working with wealthy people when I was vice chairman of a brokerage in Boston, is that wealthy people, in some cases, the financial industry or the financial institutions, they will provide them with opportunities that don't exist are not put in front, are not offered to the average consumer. So there's an opportunity to get more out of what they're doing because they have the ability to do things that you're typically not offered. So that's one point. You know, the other one is that most people, you're always going to be limited by whatever opportunities are in inventory of any financial person you work with. So if a person is only a broker, for example, and they only sell stocks and bonds, or they only sell mutual funds, then that's the entire circle of opportunity. And and they say, you know, gone in life are missed opportunities. Well, there's many opportunities that are out there that if you've never heard of them, then you can't take advantage of them and receive the benefits from them. And that is the number one thing that we hear almost every time when we meet with people 
as we go through our process, we're really about managing the opportunities that are suitable for what you're trying to accomplish. We want to extract value from all of the available opportunities, not just one or two or three. So the inventory is much broader. And if people are asked, you know, do you want to take advantage of this type of opportunity? If they know about it, they'll often say yes. And, and the big comment we hear is, I never even knew that existed, or I never even knew I had that available to me, or I never even knew that was suitable for my situation. So that's that's an exploratory part of our of our planning process that opens doors and opens opportunities that people have otherwise never even seen or even knew existed that could be applicable to them and help them maximize their retirement. Well, if you'd like to start a conversation with Bruce and his team at the Wealthcare Investment Center, and you've saved at least 500000 toward your retirement, you can call right now. The number is 888-888-5601. There's no obligation. 888-888-5601. Coming up, we're going to look into the increasing popularity of adjustable rate mortgages. We'll talk about that new ad by Timberland Boots. And also, we'll go into some year-end tax saving strategies as Get More Retirement continues. What do you do when you get a health diagnosis that doesn't look so good? Most likely, you'll get a second opinion. Shouldn't you treat your wealth the same way? Your nest egg's financial health has probably declined to the point that you should get an updated diagnosis for your investment portfolio. At the Wealthcare Investment Center, a second opinion with one of our elite wealth specialists will include exploring a variety of higher-level planning and management strategies for your wealth. Our proven strategies can help you protect and grow your wealth in these volatile markets, reduce your retirement taxes, and build a more durable plan for your retirement income. We look at all possible opportunities to improve your financial health. So take a deep breath, give us a call, and let us give you a fresh diagnosis. Because managing your wealth can be just as important as managing your health. If you have saved at least $500,000 or more for your retirement, get a second opinion today from one of our elite wealth specialists. Schedule your complimentary wealth checkup today. Call the wealth care team now at 888-888-5601. That number again is 888-888-5601. You can also visit us online. That's wealthcare.com. They did the monster mash. The monster mash. It was a graveyard smash. They did the mash. It caught on in a flash. They did the mash. I love the Crypt Kicker 5. <laughs> They're my favorite. The monster mash. <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hey, Bruce, inflation inf- affects everything, including the the cost of Halloween. But according to the National Retail Federation's annual survey, Halloween spending this year is expected to reach an all-time high of $12.2 billion. Good night. That's an average of over $108 per household. And guess what they're going to spend on Halloween candy? It's really low, if you ask me. $32 for Halloween candy? That doesn't get you much. That really doesn't get you much unless it's all candy corn. <laughs> if you ask me, that's not much. I think I already yeah. spent that. So, oh, yeah. And more. So who did the Monster Mash? Uh, that's Bobby Pickett, right? Yep, Bobby Boris. Pickett. Bor- Boris Pickett. Yes, yes. Bobby Boris Pickett. And the Crypt Kickers. <laughs> and the Crypt Kickers. Let's not forget them. Oh, my gosh. I love that. It, uh, yeah. It's a great song. And it, in fact, is one of the top Halloween songs, which we're going to talk about a little bit later on in the show. Oh, yeah, no question about that. Do you know when it was released? That's this is the part that really depresses me. <gasps> oh, my gosh. It, in the 50s? 60, 62. 62. 62. That song, I mean, that's that's crazy. It's 60 years old. Yeah. It's 60 years old. 60 years of people doing the Monster Mash. And it's still applicable. It still fits. People listen to it. They know what it is. You know, so you can say what you want about new music, but boy, that one has endured, you know? So there are so cool. many of those holiday songs, especially, really hang mm-hmm. on. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's such a sense of uh, nostalgia with them. You know, I but, think it makes yeah. us feel good. Halloween is fun. It is. It is fun, but I'll tell you what's not fun is moving. Ugh. Isn't that the worst? It is. It really, really (laughs) is. In a lot of ways. Um, And these days, the state of the housing market is making it even worse, I think. There are fewer houses on the market, 
in the highest interest rate since the, the 2000s are looming. CNN mm-hmm. says that's in applications for adjustable rate mortgages soaring. Now, adjustable rate mortgages used to be something you would not even think about, consider, talk about anything. But now, all of a sudden, it's like, well, maybe so, because interest rates are bound to go <sighs> down, we think, right? Well, that's the plan, yeah. So <laughs> we'll, we'll see what the Fed has in store for us. But yes. Yeah, so is that something worth considering? As always, you have to be careful with adjustable rate mortgages. People that took them out when interest rates were super low and did not lock in for a few extra dollars, they're now finding themselves really getting stung hard with increasing mm. mortgage payments because of the rising rates. It's placing a bet, but you know, it really is a function of the loan term. You know, if it's a 30-year loan, and you have an adjustable rate mortgage, you know, you may say, okay, I think interest rates in the future, meaning near future, you know, are probably going to go down. But over the long haul, what will happen? Could we see interest rates dip and then go back up and then keep going up? It's always a bet. You know, essentially an adjustable rate mortgage is you thinking you're going to outsmart the financial institution and the rates that are out there. If you had a 10-year adjustable rate mortgage and you had it 10 years ago, for the bulk of your mortgage period, you saw rates going down, 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 down. And the fact that they've gone up the last few times, you're like, oh, I don't really care. I, I made my money. I've done good here. So it's a guesstimation, but it's necessary for the housing market because the reason you're seeing less houses on the market is that you know we're all under the illusion now of what our homes were worth during COVID. Mm. And at some time, they're going to go back to that ridiculous price, which I don't think you're going to see in any near future. But, you know, so people are holding on to their house saying, right now is not a good time to sell. I'm waiting for the price to go back up. Well, good luck with that. If anything, I think you're going to see prices and houses continue to decline because of the high interest rates. So if you've got a home out there you want to buy, and they are still doing the silly things where people paid the full asking price without any inspections or... They had seven bids come in and and this many were over the asking price. There's still some of that going on, probably not as prevalent as it was. But if you're paying more than what the house was offered at and you need that money, you know, obviously you need a a bigger down payment. You need all of these things. And then you say, what's my payment going to be? What's my affordability factor? So an ARM, an adjustable rate mortgage, allows you to get that entry level to get into that house. But you are taking quite a risk in doing so. So, and again, don't base your house buying ability on how much you can afford with an adjustable rate mortgage because you could easily find yourself going beyond your affordability because of rising rates in the future. Well, let's talk for just a second about those folks who may be going into retirement. They're going to maybe relocate or buy a smaller home and they're thinking, well, maybe what I'll do is take out a mortgage Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking about an arm here because I think that rates are going to go down. So would that be something to consider if you're going into retirement? Or should you maybe be thinking instead about a fixed rate mortgage? I think a fixed rate mortgage is more predictable, even if it's a few dollars more or changes the house affordability for you. I don't think it makes sense. Again, in the short term, you might say, okay, Bruce, I was right. Look here, they adjusted my rate downward. You know, well, okay. In the short term, but again, again, what's that term? Are you talking about a 10-year mortgage, a 15-year mortgage, a 30-year mortgage? There's a school of thought out there that you take whichever mortgage, you know, but really you take a 30-year mortgage with the idea that I'm I'm never going to sell this vacation home or this home on the, the beach that I bought or my, my dream home, my dream downsize home located on a lake somewhere mm-hmm, in Virginia exactly. or whatever. Yeah, so it's like I take a 30-year mortgage, I'm never going to pay it off, and then whenever, whenever I'm, I'm done with it, whenever we're out of here, then, then whatever the residue is, they sell the house and pay off the loan, and I don't really care. So, I mean, there's a lot of schools of thought there, but, you know, it's just solely looking at do I do an adjustable rate or a fixed rate. Fixed is a predictable payment, and I think that's very critical in retirement. I think the adjustable rate, unless it's a short-term adjustable rate mortgage, I think you could easily get burned and find yourself, again, with less lifestyle because of greater expenses. And then, you know, do we expect taxes to be higher? So you can see almost a snowball effect of things that you owe money on down the road. So that's important. Oh, that's interesting. And you're right, of course. Yes, because that would affect everything. And then I'm right, right, of course. Can you write that down and and sign that so I can give it to my wife? (laughs) All right. Hey, hey, you know, so we talk about interest rates going up and down and prices go up up and down too. And you know this, Bruce, you use Uber 
Yes. So you yeah. know the prices depend. Oh, absolutely. Right? What's going on? Yeah, I mean, obviously, Penn State football, anybody who tries to catch an Uber, expect to pay three to five to ten times the going rate, yeah. So. Sure, and and airfares are the same thing, right? So mm-hmm. the seats absolutely. are short, supply, if it's a holiday, whatever. So the Financial Times reports that now, thanks to AI, prices on some store shelves could actually change right before your eyes. Oh, They call yeah, it is... dynamic pricing. <clears throat> Yeah, we talked last week, I think, about Walmart that started to put electronic pricing, this price tags on their counters. This is crazy. Yeah. I mean, you could be looking at something, all of a sudden, you know, blip, it's another 30 cents. You're like, wait, what just happened, you know? <laughs> Isn't that something, though, that right before your eyes, they can be changing the price on something. And it looks like they're going to be doing it, perhaps in restaurants here soon. In the UK, they're already doing it. If it's a busy night, a weekend, prices are going to go up depending on how many people are pouring into the pub. Wow. It's micromanaging supply and demand is what it is. You know, there was a company that bought, literally bought the floor uh, of the building right under the one exchange. I think it was the commodities exchange. And the reason was they filled it with computers because they would be able to make their trades so many milliseconds before, like, like if they were putting their trade in from, from London, you know, by the time it actually processed, it was, you know, so many milliseconds. And if they had the computer right there at the exchange, then it would be a faster trade and you could get more accurate pricing. And then they, then they sub, sub that out to all these other companies that will put your trades in through here. And, and they made an industry of it. Hmm. You know, I mean, it's, it's amazing how supply and demand works and then the timing of everything. And Amazon does it. I've noticed something very interesting on Amazon is I will purposely now put things in my cart and leave them there and leave. It's not something I really need, but I'm thinking of buying or pretty confident I'm going to buy it, but I don't have to have it immediately. I'll leave. And then I'll come back and I'll find that item with a little box that says check here to uh-huh. save 8% or 10%. So yeah, I've been doing that on purpose. So there's another way to make your money go further. This, as much as we talk about, hey, the price going up as we're watching it, but at the same time, you know, you can use this and kind of game it a little bit because they're the vendor saying, hey, Here's an opportunity to sell it to somebody who's actually looking at it instead of, of an unknown market. Let me give them a little bit of a, of a break and get that sale. You know, so it can work both ways. Yeah, Amazon apparently changes uh, product pricing on average every 10 minutes. So yeah, it's just, isn't that amazing? It's, it's so, it's fascinating. And as you say, Bruce, timing is everything. So before we go to break, here's the number you can call to reach Bruce and his team at the Wealthcare Investment Center because timing your retirement and everything that goes into it is so important. It's 888-888-5601. Just ahead, the most popular Halloween songs ever, taking emotions out of financial decisions, and the everyday item that could soon be in the collectible category. Get More Retirement. We'll be right back. Love is kind of crazy with a spooky little girl like you. You've been planning your retirement for some time. But now you are watching the economy and financial markets destroying your plan. If your path to retirement or through retirement is in question, it's time for a second option. At the Wealthcare Investment Center, we can help you elevate your planning to weather financial storms today and into the future. We know you don't want to postpone retirement or run out of money during retirement. So now is your best time to talk with an elite wealth strategist. Let us show you how our high level of planning and management could help you protect and grow your wealth during volatile markets, reduce your retirement taxes, and build a more durable plan for a sustainable retirement income. Let us help you get your planning back on track and moving in the right direction. Now is the right time to upgrade your plan. If you have saved at least $500,000 or more for your retirement, get a second opinion from one of our elite wealth specialists. Schedule your complimentary wealth checkup today. Call the Wealthcare team now at 888-888-5601. That number again is 888-888-5601. You can also visit us online at wealthcare.com. That's wealthcare.com. Hey, Bruce Smith with Halloween Almost Here. Thought we'd look at the top 10 Halloween songs of all time, according to Spotify. Yeah. Okay, so Ghostbusters, 
Ray Parker Jr. Yeah. You know that's going to be on there. And the new Ghostbusters movie's coming out. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, Afterlife uh, too. <laughs> I love it that you know that. Psycho Killer, that's on the mm-hmm. list. Don't Fear the Reaper, Blue Oyster yes. Cult. Yes. One of your favorites, Werewolves of London. Uh, his hair was perfect, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and a little With the bit... Chinese menu in his hand. Yep. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly right. Uh, a little bit higher on the list, Time Warp from Rocky Horror. Wow. This Halloween from Nightmare Before Christmas. Number don't two. Know don't know that one. Number two, Thriller. Mm-hmm. And the most popular Halloween song is one you just heard a few minutes ago, Monster Mash. Monster Mash. Exactly right. But guess what? The With one... the Crypt Kickers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but guess what? The one we just played is not on the top ten, Witchy Woman. Love that song. Ah. Eagles. Yeah. Well, well, that one's more more popular across different venues. It's not just a Halloween song. It's not, but it's appropriate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Nonetheless. It can be appropriate in a, in a lot of different areas. Yes, we'll leave that alone. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it could. Okay, so let's talk about a risk taker's market, Bruce. Mm-hmm. Are we mm-hmm. in one of those? CNBC says maybe we are. They spoke with some bond experts who say they have a laundry list of reasons why the stock market is just too volatile right now. Is it too volatile? Can it be too volatile? Oh, absolutely. No matter what your taste for risk is, the three things that we always look at as we build a portfolio or design a portfolio for retirement is, number one, we'd like our knowns to exceed that of our unknowns. So first of all, you know, we focus on what percent of the portfolio do we want to have protected from downside losses. So basically, you know, the only volatility is how positive it will be, okay? So that's a different animal than, than just looking at the stock market and its overall volatility. The second is wealth preservation, where we want to get healthy returns from the market if it is going to be up over a period of time, but we want to minimize or possibly eliminate, depending on the situation, any downside losses. So minimize the cost of loss in a volatile or serious downturn market. And if you build the majority of a portfolio, 50% or greater of that, then you know in advance, no matter what the market does, this is what's going to happen on the downside. And that, I think, is very key and very critical. You look at the limitation of what they're talking about here. They're basically, again, doing that normal Wall Street stocks and bonds and then that tug of war of, okay, so it's volatile, buy more bonds. Oh, interest rates are are not what they should be, so buy more stocks. Or, Or there's more heat in the market, buy more stocks. It's a giant guessing game. It really is. And that's, you know, Warren Buffett. Uh, again, first rule of money, don't lose money. Second rule of money, see rule number one. So <laughs> do either of those markets provide us the opportunity to have that as a key element in our portfolio? And the answer is no. You know, so you've got to look beyond this this type of discussion because it, it's always a, here's why you should do what I'm recommending. But what they're recommending is still a total unknown. I mean, I love the thing in the bond market because we talk about bond markets, we talk about rising interest rates. People say, ooh, better rates on the bonds. But they find themselves owning bond funds and they find the values going down. And they're going, wait a minute, how can I be losing money on my bond fund investments when the bond market is going up and rates are going up because the Fed is raising rates? And the answer is that, you know, you don't own individual bonds. Individual bonds function one way. Bond funds in a rising interest rate environment will typically lose money because of their bond portfolio, the way it's constructed. What is it that you have and what is it that you are doing And, you know, does it truly fit your risk profile as opposed to, you know, a conversation in a financial magazine or a financial channel talking about, you know, is this a risk taker's market or what should you be doing? What is your true risk tolerance and what can you do to meet or exceed the conservative side of that and still be able to hit those projected goals for growth for your retirement? But, you know, if the market does turn against you or you do have protections in place so that it doesn't upset your retirement apple cart and reduce or minimize the lifestyle that you wanted to achieve during your retirement years, that's what we specialize in at WealthCare on the asset management side that you typically don't see with other firms. Well, let's swing back around to that bond fund because people are thinking exactly what you just said. How can I be losing when I have bonds? I'm supposed to be right now. I'm supposed to be winning. Yes. So explain how that works. Okay. So a bond fund, first of all, has a collection of bonds that they bought over a period of time. Let's say that last Friday, 
you had a bond and it was a 4% bond. So it was paying a 4% interest rate. And you look on the bond market today and they're offering 5% bonds. Okay. So if I can buy a brand new bond and get 5%, then how much is my bond worth that I got last Friday that was paying 4%? Well, obviously it's worth less than a new bond is because the new bond is paying a higher interest rate. Let's say on a thousand dollar bond, a new thousand dollar bond pays 5%. So my thousand dollar bond I bought last Friday paying four might now be worth only 960. So it's worth less than what I paid for it because you can get a better rate in the open market. So you have to discount the price of the bond. So people will buy it because it has a lower interest rate. Well, those discounted pricings of the bonds must be accounted for on a daily basis of a bond fund at the close of the market every day. They have to say, here's how much our bonds are worth based on bond prices today. So if they have a whole bunch of 4% bonds in there and new 5% bonds came out, then you'll find the bonds they're holding are worth less money than they were yesterday because of this new higher interest bond that was put out there. And because the bonds are worth less, that is the, that, that's what calculates the share price. That's why you see a dropping share price. So as interest rates increase, new bonds have higher rates, older bonds are worth less per bond because of the substandard mm. now interest rate. Wow. Well, if you'd like to talk more with Bruce and his team at Wealthcare, here's the number, 888-888-5601. You know, Bruce, there are only a couple of months left to implement any tax-saving strategies for 2023. And uh, I think we all know that not a whole lot gets done between Thanksgiving and the new year. (laughs) We all kind of start winding down. And so I'm wondering, are there things we can do now before we get into the Thanksgiving holiday to, you know, maybe just sort of uh, get our paperwork in order, take a look at a couple of things, make sure that, you know, we've done what we were supposed to do? Well, one thing you want to do is make sure you have enough Tums. Because, you know, you you eat too much in Thanksgiving, so you have excess stomach acid, so you need Tums. Because it's very similar to what happens around April 13th, 14th. You're going, oh, my God, the end of tax season. i got to get my taxes filed. You need Tums in. So so there are two periods in the year where you do need a lot of Tums. So there's been some changes. You know, we are an Ed Slot Mastery Lead Advisor. And tax management is probably one of our key specialties, especially on retirement accounts. So one thing we saw with the uh, the coming out of the, the Secure Act 2.0 that was enacted last year, if you don't take a required minimum distribution, which uh, the penalty on that was one of the highest ones out there, it was 50% of, of the taxes you should have paid. So by not taking it, typically you could write a letter uh, to the IRS and say, hey, here's why I didn't take it, I didn't mean to, and they'll waive the penalties. You have to pay the tax, but they'd waive the penalties they're now going to be much less forgiving, if you will. So this year, it's very important. If you find yourselves needing to take that requirement on distribution, now's the time to make sure that it's out or coming out in the near future. Because what happens is a lot of the financial companies have come out now and said that, you know, we we can't guarantee that we will send somebody their RMD if we don't have the request in before December 1st. December 1st will be here a heck of a lot faster than you think it will. And, you know, you're going to get around to it and then Thanksgiving happens and then December 1st happens and you find, you know, you might send in for that RMD and say, well, I had my request in in time. It has to occur before the end of the year. The transaction has to be completed by the end of the year and the money sent to you. So, you know, now is the time. Contact your advisor, contact your fund company, contact your portfolio people. If you are 73 or older, you know, in the, in the year that you turn 73 or older, you've got to take that required distribution out or they're going to be a penalty in addition to the taxes you would owe for taking that distribution. So now is the time to do that. Get that taken in place. Now is really the time to be looking at next year's tax structure. There's still some time to do some advanced tax planning that could be put in place this year yet. So if you like what you've heard over this past year, and we've talked so much about tax management, in many cases, we find that having a forward-looking tax management strategy can not only significantly reduce your taxes during your retirement years, but in many cases, the value of that could be greater than the gains that you would have on your retirement during your retirement years. Now, that's a big deal. You know, as people are so focused on their investments, we just talked about risk and things like that, where, you know, one of the greatest risks is 
unnecessarily overpaying taxes during your retirement and burning down that nest egg when you didn't have to, when there were opportunities and benefits of having tax planning in place to reduce that over your lifetime. So you can still do that this year because some of the things we do have to occur. Again, the transactions must occur before December 31st for it to count for this year. We get all kinds of people that come in February, March, and they say, oh, I love the tax planning. Yeah, so if I do this, that's going to help me for last year because I do it before April 15th. No, sorry. Those transactions had to be completed before December 31st, not April 15th. So if you like the idea of exploring and seeing the benefits of a forward-looking tax strategy, along with everything else that we could do, possibly reduce your risk, protect assets, things like that, now's the time to get in line. You know, Make the phone call. Get on our appointment schedule. Let's sit down and talk. And let's see, you know, how it fits your situation if you've saved at least $500,000 or more for your retirement. Because the tax planning benefits, the tax management benefits in many cases over your retirement lifetime can be greater than any investment choices you would have made. Here's the number to call, 888-888-5601. To start that conversation with Bruce and his team at WealthCare, 888-888-5601. We have a lot more coming up. Instead of beefing up its power grid, what one state utility company is doing instead, and find out when you'll have your very last chance to buy a DVD at Best Buy. That's coming up. As Get More Retirement with Bruce Smith continues. Are you afraid to look at your financial statements? Are you shredding them without opening them? If so, it's time for you to get a second opinion from the WealthCare Investment Center. At WealthCare, our portfolios are designed using proven risk reduction strategies to help protect and preserve your wealth during market downturns while maintaining the opportunity for strong growth when the market turns upward. All of our wealth managers are fiduciaries that will always put your interest above all others. If you need a plan to better manage the ups and downs of the financial markets, we are ready to help. Let us help you explore the opportunities available from using a higher-level planning and management for your wealth. Instead of shredding or avoiding your financial statements, let's take a look at them together. If you have saved at least $500,000 or more for your retirement, get a second opinion today from one of our elite wealth specialists. Schedule your complimentary wealth checkup today. Call the Wealth Care team now at 888-888-5601. That number again is 888-888-5601. You can also visit us online at wealthcare.com. That's wealthcare.com. Hey Bruce Smith. Google Frightgeist has just released their list of the most popular costumes for this year. Uh, That's according to Google searches, of course. So if we count down from number 10, it's bunnies, ninjas, cowboys, dinosaurs, and Wednesday Adams. Yes. Okay. So coming in at number five, fairies, which is number four, Spider-Man number three. Second most popular costume is a princess. And if you're handing out candy this year... Number one, you're going to see a whole lot of these coming to the door. Barbies. Uh, yep. Uh, Barbie's going to be knocking uh, at your door this year. <laughs> what would we say? How many, how many billion dollar industry for, for Halloween? Yeah. Oh, I know. Oh, and by uh, the way, if they're coming to the door with their dogs, the most popular costume is Chucky. Oh, God, no. no yes. yes. Don't do that. Don't do that. Yes. <laughs> Hey, I was talking yeah. yesterday. Have you ever seen a uh, a Schroeder costume for a dog with a piano and the little hands, you know, that might move when you, when the dog walks? Oh, yes, I have, as a matter of fact. Have you? Because I, I, think I think saw a video brilliant. of that. Yeah. One I saw the other day was really cool. It was the person did a cardboard piano, and it was like a person, like, lounging on top of the piano, and it was Elton John. So the legs, you know, they, they were wearing like you wouldn't really notice so much the legs, but there was this like floating piano with a person laying on <laughs> it. And of course, you have the big glasses on and stuff. You're Elton John. That was a that was original. I like that one. That's a good <clears> one. <throat> Very good. Yeah. 
Well, I wanted to ask you if you've seen a new campaign by Timberland Boots. It says there's a big sign in the malls. Maybe you've seen it. Uh, It says you're never going to be able to retire. Why should your boots? (laughs) Well, first of all, you assume there's still malls left, you know. Well, that okay, true. Yeah. yeah. Uh, But the photo I saw was actually taken in a mall with that sign. But. Wow. Is that wow. what people that's, are really thinking, just... that they, they are never going to be able to retire? Are they touching on something there? You know, there's, there's a lot of people that are questioning it. You have so many people that have significant assets. They have a million dollars or more saved retirement, and they're still questioning whether they can retire. Now, that doesn't mean if you have a million dollars, you can retire. That's not, that's not what we're saying here, because there are many cases where you can't, you know, based on expenses, lingering debt, things like that. But if your boots can't retire, you know, if you're not going to be able to retire, why should your boots? You know, to me, my counter to that is, you know, you want to have some fun in retirement. Don't forget, make sure you have your boots up to speed, you know, so you can go hiking or go fishing mm-hmm. or go do whatever, you know. It's a real concern. And, you know, because it is a giant unknown. The fact is that, you know, over the last 20, 30 years, what we've seen is that there are so many unknown factors that have come to light in retirement. You know, again, my father, you know, God bless him. Dad's been gone, I get eight years now, but, you know, my dad lived to 93. He drew a pension. He got a check every month. He got a social security check every month. And that was the income. So you knew what you had to work with and you, you didn't even think twice about it. You know, what, do you, what you were going to do with your boots, what you're going to do that day in retirement, that's what was important because the financial end was, was lockstep. There was no questions about it. You know, so then we had, uh, okay, so we're going to invest for retirement and we're going to uh, get an employer match for, for those investments. And that, that came to be. And you're doing all this stuff. Well, while you're working, you're like, oh, okay, great. That's what I'm supposed to do for retirement. That's what I'll do for retirement. Then you get to retirement and you have this big lump of money. What do I do with it? And they're going, well, I, I don't know anything about managing money. I'll go find a financial person. So they go and, and somebody sells them a product. You know, they sell them mutual funds or insurance or annuities or whatever. They tell you you're going to be okay. But what do you really know? You know, probably not a lot. And then, you know, next thing we know is that people are like, wait a second. What I, I said I wanted 1500 a month. What do you mean? I have to take 1800 a month to get 1500 a month. That's just that math doesn't add up to people. Mm-hmm. Uncle Sam wants 300 a month. Well, I don't have him list on my list of bills. What do you mean he gets 300 a month? Well, because you said you'd pay taxes. Oh, taxes. Well, how does that? I thought that was tax free. You know, I hear that more than I care to admit. You know, people thought that that, that income would be tax free. It's like, no, it doesn't work that way. So, you know, there's so many unknowns. And that's why I think people, the more they realize it, and some people have taken a, taken a very negative attitude of, well, I'll just never be able to retire. That's just how it is. And they throw their hands up in the air and they don't want to apply themselves. But you can do it. You can do it with less money. If you maximize every little opportunity that's out there to maximize your wealth, you can do it with significantly less money. If you don't take advantage of those opportunities and explore those opportunities, it will cost you a lot more for exactly the same lifestyle that somebody else has because they took advantage of opportunities or learned about them, explored them, you didn't, you know, so if you're just doing the same thing everybody else is doing, and that's why we talked about a C plus rating, you know, for the retirement in America is that, you know, America as, as a whole, our financial institutions, our banks, insurance companies, Wall Street firms, they're not doing enough to empower you, to help you. There's too much about profit, you know, and that's, that's not where it should be. Profit should be a byproduct of doing the right thing for people. So if you want greater value out of the advice you're getting, the planning you're getting, you want to look to a firm that's going to look at all those opportunities, explore those opportunities, find other opportunities, not just investment opportunities, but tax opportunities to maximize wealth for you, maximize how much of the residue of your retirement will go to your kids without buying expensive insurance policies and things like that. The unknown is what they're capitalizing on in this boot advertisement. And the fact is, you know, you can turn that unknown into a significant known for you and your family. Bruce, if someone is five years or less out from retirement, is there time to get everything in order? Oh, absolutely. I mean, that's that's the ideal time to really, you know, put this thing in place and, and to, to explore all these opportunities because some opportunities will expire over time as you get older or whatever. For example, we have 80-year-olds who become clients and not that it's going to change their retirement, but they have the wish of saying, hey, I worked hard for this money. I want as much of it as possible to go to my kids. So what can I do in that regard? And again, it's not the buying of insurance. It's just with smart tax planning. Here's what we can do. Higher level of planning management helps everybody across all the age venues, whether whether you're 50 or whether you're 90. 
but you know there are as far as actual planning to maximize that wealth and to maximize the available monies on a routine income basis for the best lifestyle opportunities out there. You know, that's the right time within that five to 10 years from retirement. That's the ideal time to pick mm. up the phone and give us a call and let's sit down and talk. Well, here's the number to call. It's 888-888-5601. Bruce, talk about a battery backup. A Vermont utility has come up with a novel approach to helping customers deal with power outages. For more on that, we go to our Drew Nelson. Some electric companies pride themselves on the size of their grid, so one down power line affects fewer people. Then there's Green Mountain Power in Vermont. The New York Times reports they want to give every customer a whole house battery. This is their plan to keep the lights on after suffering through several recent extreme weather events. They say it'd be cheaper to give everybody a battery like a Tesla Powerwall as opposed to adding more power lines and power plants. I'm Drew Nelson. Interesting. Mm, you know, that's that's a tough one for me. I, it really is because you can go look at a 50 or 60 or 70-year-old house, and if you buy that house, you move in, you plug your stuff in, it all still works with the same electrical system that was in that house 60 years ago, okay? Mm-hmm. But a battery, a battery has a lifespan. It sounds great, you know. So first of all, you know, we're not going to get into, you know, all the, the carbon footprint it took to build that battery, but, you know, so they put that battery in your house, and today it works, And that's wonderful. But what about 10 years from now? What about 15 years from now? What about when you have to replace that battery? You know, if you come to depend on these things, where's the longevity and where's the the change out? You know, even now we're seeing with solar panels, uh, they're coming out and saying, hey, those solar panel fields that you built and you got a big tax deduction for, well, there's a new panel out now that's much more efficient. So you should replace those. Well, where are we going to build the landfills to dump these things? Number one, you know, and there's dangerous things in there. They got to to reclaim out of them. That's the thing that I like the idea. I mean, yeah, it'd be great if everybody had a, a battery in their house that they could build as a reserve and it would power you during an outage or something like that. That's great. I'm considering one, buying one myself, but I've looked at the longevity and I'm an engineer at heart. So I ask questions that, that they don't like me to ask, you know? So, mm-hmm. you know, what happens if I have a defect in this thing? What happens if I have a battery? What if it would have 10% of the cells go dormant? You know, what happens? So and again, Vermont has what population compared to other other areas, other states. So their grid, I think, is more susceptible to bad weather, things like that. Being in Vermont, they're serving less customers. So as they lose something, having a backup is more cost effective. This thing is not going to work if you try this in Philadelphia or something like that. Or New York City. Oh, we're definitely not New York City. No, <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay, so now to a sign of the times. DVDs may be soon obsolete. <laughs> Best Buy says you will not find DVDs in their stores after Christmas. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's a new one. It follows the same reasoning as Netflix, discontinuing DVDs by mail. Streaming is now how most people get their entertainment. Yeah. Wow. So, you know, I heard this from my niece, actually. And she said, I'm going out right now and I'm buying all the DVDs I want of movies I want because I'm afraid I won't be able to if I wait too long. Yeah, yeah, that's true. We have a ridiculous DVD collection. It amazes me how like the old Disney VHS tapes, what they're worth. It blows my mind, you know, so I still have laser discs, you know. (laughs) Yeah. I pulled in somewhere the other day and I saw one of those uh, red boxes. Mm-hmm. Uh, people still walk up and rent a DVD. Wow. Okay. You know, but yeah, I mean, it's just, it's a sign of the times. It sounds great, but again, you know, it's, did, have you seen the commercial with the kids? They're doing their homework and the lights go out. And uh, now I guess Xfinity has a battery backup on their Wi-Fi and you can continue to work for oh. X. And one kid says, isn't this great? And she's like, I don't even know you, his sister, you know, like <laughs> I, I, I don't want to keep doing homework. Yeah. So these are the signs of the times. These are the changes. It's just so interesting, though, because, you know, you you buy a DVD or a a movie, rather, sorry, Mm -hmm. and you store it, you know, on the Internet somewhere. But if the Internet goes down, where's your movie? Exactly right. Exactly correct. So a lot of people like to have those those hard copies, like to have an actual physical DVD. But those will not be available for purchase at DVD. And I did notice because I go to Best Buy a lot. That section has been shrinking, getting Mm. smaller and smaller. And and it's being pushed to the back of the store over the last couple of years. So this really isn't that big a surprise, I think. That section of the market has been getting smaller and 
far less popular, so shouldn't be a surprise, but still yeah, kind of is a little bit. It really is, yeah. Well, Bruce, I want to thank everyone for joining us today. Yeah, I mean, it's been a good show, I think. We like this opportunity to, to talk to you. And if you have ideas or questions, you know, visit us online at WealthCare. That's WealthCare.com. There's a little thing pops up there. You can send me questions. Uh, you know, if you have some, some questions that come in, we'll, we try to address them in the content on the show. But uh, if you'd like to sit down and have a chat and say, hey, some of the stuff really makes sense that I don't hear it from other financial advisors. I never heard anybody talk like you. Now, let's set up a time to sit down and chat. I'd look forward to it. And you know, Bruce, we do hear that a lot. People say, I've never heard that before. So if you are hearing something you would like to discuss with Bruce and his team at WealthCare, please do call. The number is 888-888-5601, because in the end, it's all about you and your retirement. We'll be back at the same time next week. We hope you will be too. And in the meantime, have a great week. What do you do when you get a health diagnosis that doesn't look so good? Most likely, you'll get a second opinion. Shouldn't you treat your wealth the same way? Your nest egg's financial health has probably declined to the point that you should get an updated diagnosis for your investment portfolio. At the Wealthcare Investment Center, a second opinion with one of our elite wealth specialists will include exploring a variety of higher-level planning and management strategies for your wealth. Our proven strategies can help you protect and grow your wealth in these volatile markets, reduce your retirement taxes, and build a more durable plan for your retirement income. We look at all possible opportunities to improve your financial health. So take a deep breath, give us a call, and let us give you a fresh diagnosis. Because managing your wealth can be just as important as managing your health. If you have saved at least $500,000 or more for your retirement, get a second opinion today from one of our elite wealth specialists. Schedule your complimentary wealth checkup today. Call the WealthCare team now at 888-888-5601. That number again is 888-888-5601. You can also visit us online. That's wealthcare.com. Advisory services offered through the WealthCare Investment Center, a registered investment advisory firm. Insurance products and services offered through American Assets Financial Corp. and RIA Wealth Solutions LNC. The information contained in the material provided is for informational purposes only, and no statement contained here should constitute tax, legal, or investment advice. Our program content is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual situation. You should seek advice on legal and tax questions from an independent attorney or tax advisor. Our firm is not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. This radio program is sponsored by the WealthCare Investment Center.